Hi, everybody. Welcome to Ask the Amigos. It's the show where we answer Discord's burning questions. As you can see, we're out in our full regalia, having just recorded our best of 2021 episode, and we are ready to answer some questions. Let's do it, Aaron. Andy Craig kicks us off. He says, what kind of music systems did you rock back in the day? Any portable boom boxes? How about big bass thumpers in the car? I did have a boom box boat. Uh, I was very proud of my boom box. It was, it was nothing special. It was probably like what was it, Torx or Kovacs? One of those little generic it, brands. It, it, it wasn't like a Realistic Sony or, yeah, or something. Yeah. Uh, but it was cool. It had a, two lights that would go, mm -hmm. like whatever the volume would right. turn up. Double cassettes, brother. And me and a hose used to get together with this thing and make our own mixtape. Yeah. And we'd actually remix songs off the wrestling album mm. to insult each other. <laughs> Whoever told you about this? Oh. No. And Hose was the he was the master. He would go through all of his collection of video footage and find things where people were insulting each other, and he would have the wrestlers insult me during the song. Oh my gosh! It was great. Does he still have any of those? I think I've still got some Man, of them somewhere. We need to have a listening funny. party of that. that and we would re great. remix all the stuff with the wrestling album and stuff. That was what we did. So yeah, I love that thing. We we used a ton of it over the years. I never had a boombox. That was a little bit after my time. Um, but uh, I did have a tower. One of these tower. Uh, setups where you had the record player up top, yeah, and then the tapes underneath yeah, it. Yeah, my buddy Rich had a set like yeah. that. Yeah, and so I used to do, I used to dub stuff off record, you know, and and but I I missed out. I was never a big car stereo guy. Yeah. In fact, I'm I'm a guy. I you know I'm against uh, gun violence. Yeah, except when it comes to people that play loud music in their car. Who were who is for gun violence? <laughs> Listen, I'm just saying. Um, I would gladly, I would gladly uh, shoot out the tires of any car that comes by my house with bass pumping out of the uh, the bass. You know, my buddy Rich back in the day, he went. To, remember Mac and Dave's? Oh yeah, and, it's still there. Is it? And yeah. So he got the stereo. I remember taking it up to his attic because he had an attic room, and it was the gimmick. It stacked up. It had mm -hmm. the record player that had the equalizer, mm -hmm. and it was a CD player cassette deck, and these two mammoth speakers, yeah. the huge wood ones. Yep. And he had this forever, and he finally ended up selling it to me. The whole thing mm -hmm. stopped working. Mm -hmm. And I had those speakers forever, even in this house, before I finally got rid of them, because they were great, but they were so massive. Yeah. And speaker technology's come a long way. Those old, those yeah, days. I've got some Morant speakers that Chad gave me, and I mean, they weigh literally over 50 pounds yeah. a piece. these were yeah. heavy speakers. Yeah. You could kill a guy with them easily. Yeah. Um. Chris Folds asks, using the Amigos time machine, what famous historical event would you like to go witness? Hmm. What do you got there, Boat? Crucifixion. I say it every time. You, the, if you have the chance to go back to see the thing that you think is the most important thing that's ever happened, and if it didn't happen, you'd be like, hmm, I got to change the way I think about some things. <laughs> well, you know, I've, I feel like we were asked this before, but we changed my answer, I'm sure, because I've been. In my spare time, I've been doing a lot of uh, educating myself on the fall of Julius Caesar. Oh, yeah. And uh, the goings-on in Rome. And I would love to be there. The Beware the Ides of March. I'd like to be there that day. Because there's a blow-by-blow blow of what went down, who did what. Mm -hmm. And uh, it would be fun to see, or it wouldn't be fun. It'd be interesting to see how it went down. And then I would also have the possibility of saving Caesar if I wanted to. Right, you jump and in there. how that would change history mm -hmm. uh, because uh, 
Uh, who knows what would have happened? But I find that whole that whole era fascinating. You know, it's it's but. interesting that you're you're learning more because I'm learning more about that time period now. I'm, I'm I'm listening to this whole series on the fall of the Roman Empire. Probably the same one I am because mm. it's on YouTube. Probably so. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, I find that whole time period it's extremely interesting. interesting. Yeah, and the fact that the uh, the politics and stuff very little has changed. Just the the way things are carried out has changed. Right. You know, but it's uh, it's quite fascinating. So, it is. yeah, I would probably do that. That'd be kind of neat. Uh, let's see. Bundy says, what is your best car-related memory? Well, let's see. I used to have a car in Huntington. I may have told a story, but I don't know. And it was a... I know this is going to stun you, but this is not what I would call a quality vehicle. <laughs> really? It was a... Uh, uh, gosh, it was a compact car. I think it was a... Uh, it was a Toyota Rabbit or one of those... Remember those real... Those hatchback yeah, cars, yeah, like a Volkswagen Golf, yeah, and yeah, it was a Volkswagen Rabbit or Volkswagen Rabbit, yeah. And so I'm, I was going down Fourth <coughs> Alley between Third and Fourth Street in Huntington, and the car st- wouldn't start, hmm. you know. And I knew this had happened sometime, and if you wait a, a few minutes, it would start back up. So I was sitting in the alley, and this guy comes up behind me, and he's honking the horn. He goes, "Get that piece of so and so on the road. What a piece of crap." And I sat there listening to it for a while, and finally I got—I wasn't in a good mood. I got out of the car and I lurched over to him, right? <laughs> and he goes, he, his eyes got as big as pie pants because I looked rough mm-hmm. at the time. And I said, "Listen, it's stalled. I'm doing the best I can." And the guy goes, "Oh man, that's okay, man. Don't worry about it. I'm sorry. Do you need any help?" And he got—he was so scared. He got out and, and helped me get the car running and. And then drove off as quick as he could. So it was fun to intimidate a sucker right. in Huntington with my car. Now, the car was a piece of crap. I could tell car stories and fill 10 shows with all the stuff. Sliding off the hill. Car won't start on the hill. Car gets towed. Car a chain. I mean, I've been through all the car situations. Mm-hmm. This was a few times where the car actually led to something fun and memorable as opposed to horrific. Yeah. What about you? Uh, I think I might have told this before, too. But... Uh, my first car was a 1982 Volvo, Volvo yeah. 240. Good choice. And uh, and it had because it comes from Sweden, it had a built-in ski uh, ski hole. Oh yes, I do remember this the ski yeah. hole. Yeah, yeah. you uh, in, in the armrest, the back seat had an armrest, and you could actually there was a little hole with the flap. You put your skis up through yeah. there. Okay, so we decided me and Hat Chad and Dan. This is all all my friends from high school who are still around on the Discord. Uh, we decided Chad was going to hide in the back seat, or he was going to just lurk in the back. We were going to put him in the trunk. Yeah. Okay. After school, and then we were going to get the girls because there are always some girls riding home with you because mm. not because they like you, but because you have a car. You know how that goes. Yeah. And uh, and we're going to put the girls in the back seat, and we're going to take off, and then Chad's going to reach through the ski hole and grab him. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Nothing like getting grouped through the ski hole. That's, that's where you want it. <laughs> so. We're driving and we, we we're coasting up down Thompson Road, okay. And all of a sudden, Chad reaches through, grabs the girl's scream. Hilarity ensues. It's yeah. great. It's it funny because nowadays, if that happened, they would scream, and then hilarity would not ensue. <laughs> no. be hilarity. Period. Sue. Right. That's what would happen. You're right. And then jail time. Yes. That's, that's how it ends. So that is a that's that's one of my few car stories. Uh, David Hearn Ryder. Uh, asks, you can pick of these wrestlers to have your back in a bar fight. Okay, here are your choices, Aaron. Who's going to have your back in a bar fight and why? Okay. Harley Race. Okay. Bam Bam Bigelow. Uh-huh. 
Honky Tonk Man. Harley Race. Why? He's the baddest man on earth. And he was a, he was well known as being a guy that no one screwed with under any circumstances. A, a super said, by the way, it's one of the guys that uh, David Z gave me the autographed picture of. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, Harley Race was had a rep for being a a dude that he he beat the crap out of Vince McMahon one time. Like legitimately? Yes. Mm. Yes. He was a real, real killing machine. Now, Bam Bam Bigelow would be number two. Because he was also, I believe he was a bounty hunter. Also, Harley always packed heat. I should mention that. Oh, okay. Uh, Bam and Bigelow is another guy you wouldn't want to screw with. Don't get me wrong. And if those two had a fight, it'd probably be an epic battle. Honky, it would be fun to hang out with him and listen to his tales. And he probably is pretty tough in his own right. But I would, mm. even he would, even both those other guys would say Harley. See, I would go straight for Honky. Because this is why, okay? If you've got an Elvis-looking guy in a jumpsuit with a guitar, yeah. the guy that wants to fight you doesn't want to fight you anymore because he's looking at Honky, and you make your way out of there. The bad thing is his name is Honky, and when you're saying that stuff, that might get you in trouble just outright. <laughs> true. Plus... I don't know. Do you think his friends refer to him as Honky? Everyone I've ever talk, seen him talk to him, yes. Okay. He's known as Honky. And all the commentators. <laughs> That's true. But the funny thing is, one thing we noticed from playing the WrestleMania game is, like, if you were getting, getting ready to get jumped like, 20 guys, mm-hmm. here's what would worry me about having Honky with you. He might jump down and be like, no, <laughs> That's no. True. He might have pity on him and just kill you. That's true. You know, that was his not, move. You're not going to win a bag off against Honky. There's no <laughs> way. You'd be getting killed. You know, it's a, it's surprising we haven't seen that as a sort of a novelty match, a bag off. A bag off. <laughs> Two, yeah, well, two guys can't beg each other, can they? That's true. That would be difficult. Then you get in a whole weird genre there. Chris Folds asks, what are your top three recipes for turkey leftovers? Well, you could have the... Here's what I like. Let's say you got chunks of turkey in the fridge, mm-hmm. right? I'm pretty straightforward with these uh, recipes here. Here's number one. You get you... If you have, like, leftover, like, uh, uh, rolls, put, the, put them on the roll... Little may- mayo on mm-hmm. there, you're good to go. Sandwich, warm it up. Yeah, you know, I like it warm. Yeah. Um, thing number two, you warm up the turkey, you get your mashed potatoes, some peas, uh, and you just eat, have like a plate of turkey. Mm-hmm. All right, you got that. And then thirdly, uh, if you're if you've got turkey and you got no bread, you got nothing else, you just unwrap the turkey, and just eat it just like it is. See, that's my number one. What I do. Is it usually comes wrapped? They wrap it up in the foil. Yeah, or you, the or the other stuff. Yeah, yeah, you set it down on the counter. You unwrap it. Then you just grab a hunk of it and you just stuff it in your face. You don't even warm it up or nothing. No, I mean you no. can do it. I, I go mean, right there. Yeah. Um, I will say that I am not a fan of leftover turkey. Uh, I think leftover turkey is is too dry. You've really got to put a lot of mayo on there to make something happen. I would still eat it though. Oh, yeah. Listen, who are you talking to? But. In terms of meats, I leftover ham, much better. Like what I like, I don't want to have a whole turkey in the fridge. Yeah. I like slices of turkey, mm-hmm. or if someone took the time to cut the turkey off the bone. Right. I'm not going to put the whole bird up in there. No. I don't, and I think it's three days later, you're not going to pull out the fridge and be like, I'm going to carve turkey. No, you know what? That's no good. Because no. then you're going to a weird area. Mm-hmm. You got to mm-hmm. eat it. Right. It has to be taken it's off the be, bone and yeah. then put in the fridge. Right off yeah. the bat. Um, Pajaco6502. Says, do you buy up every piece of retro gaming and computing stuff you find in thrift stores or yard sales, or can you walk away? I rarely, we rarely see any. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. I don't buy everything. I'll give you an example. I was at a, a, a resale toy shop the other day that had a Coco 2 sitting there. Someone had a Coco 3 keyboard, remember I told you about? I didn't buy it. He wanted too much money. 
okay? But I was in an antique store earlier in the year, and the guy had a box Cocoa 3, and I've already got a Cocoa 3, and I didn't need it. And he also said it didn't work, and I still bought it. I couldn't help myself. <laughs> I bought it. If I come across most anything, if it's reasonably priced, I'll even stuff like Odyssey 2 cards, if they're reasonably priced, like, I mean, if you're getting, like, Hillbilly Flea Market prices, mm-hmm. I'm in. Mm-hmm. I'll pick it up. But if they're trying to give you the business or work an angle, or they're like, let me check eBay, I'm out. Right. I'm not in. Right. Because, listen, I'm not going to wait around while you check eBay, and then you can hose me, because I can just check eBay. Right. What do I need you for? Right. You know, you've got this thing in the store, work me a gimmick here, work me an angle on this thing, or I'm not interested. That's the way I look at it. This is this is my rule, okay? Yeah. If I buy, because at this point, I don't need anything no, else. No, yeah, well, none of us do. Yeah. Okay. You've got to have your price on the box. If yeah, you that, don't have a price on the box, I'm not interested. That is a that's a real problem. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, in some places you can haggle them. Well, you can haggle, you can, but the starting point is the price right, on the but box. I mean, you can a lot of places that like, for example, the first cocoa I bought at the Hillbilly Flea Market, I made I, I made the guy an offer because I th- of what I thought would I could get away with, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but like the place I go up here in Nitro, that everything priced, you're right. That's a dead. It kills me dead. Yeah. Because then you're if you're walking to the void, right? You know, and you're wasting so much time because you're waiting to track somebody yeah. down, and yeah. then you ask them, and and but yeah. once once that hurdle has been met, pretty much if it's under ten bucks, like if it's a boxed retro game, not Genesis, if it's like eight bit and before, if it's boxed, I'll probably pick it up. Yeah. Um, Although and, that never happens. Yeah. No. Very very rarely. Uh, other than that, just not interested. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I want to buy. I want to buy local, and I've bought tons of retro stuff local when it was available. And sometimes I've even overpaid for it a little bit. Socrates. But, yeah. But that guy made me a lot of good deals, you know. And I I like work with people I know, mm-hmm. and or I think you're going to treat me fairly. Sure, yeah. I'll find one eventually. Uh, Batman says, what are your thoughts on the Commodore 16? Um, well, it's funny, me and Brent did an episode on the Commodore Was 16. that the Jack Attack episode? It was the Jack Attack episode. Um, it's a watered-down C64, right? Uh, my thoughts are, I don't necessarily see any reason to fool them now. Uh, I don't know if there are any exclusive games on the C- on the C16 that are awesome. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not well enough versed in it. But it's a lot like that Amstrad console, right? It's like... You know, why am I going to fool with this when I could just have the full-blown experience with the full-blown thing? Right. So, yeah, that's right. sort of the way I look at it. I mean, and I think they had an angle they were working at the time. I think, you know, you know, if there was one thing you could say about the 8-bit computer market, everybody was always trying to put out the lowest price thing they could. All they the absolutely, yes, I agree with you on that. I mean, but if you ask me, I would rather play stuff on the ZX81 than I would the C16. Mm-hmm. Because the C16 stuff's like kind of crummy C64 stuff. The ZX81 stuff, it's nothing like the ZX Spectrum. Right, right. Because the C16, the people that are developing for it, the C64 was already out, and they knew they were making crummy right. games. Right. It's just like, I mean, like, you could go play Coco games, and you could go play a TRS-80 Model 1 and 3 games, and they're totally different right. games. Exactly. And they're and that makes them fun. Right. Because you could play both. Right. But if I'm going to play, if, I, if you're asking me what's better than Coco 2 and Coco 3, it's basically the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, except one can't quite have the jack of the other one. And the Coco, the gap's... Even less than it is on the on the C sixteen and C sixty four. Yeah, that's like uh, the C one twenty eight. I mean, how many big time games came out for it? Not probably not tons. Right. And as someone who's a, not an expert in that area, 
I couldn't sit here and reel off all the great exclusive C-128 games. There probably aren't a ton. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you've got the C-64 that's got all the jack, why fool with the other one? You know? I, yeah, that's the way I see it. Um, what are some of... Oh, that's a Christmas question. Who are your top three comedians of all time? I'm not a huge comedy guy. In terms, I mean, I'm going to go with... I'm not even going to stick with stand-up. I'm just going to go with people... Sure, comedians. funny guys. Woody Allen is going to be up there. He's great. I'll, I mean, I know he's a he's hated, you know, but I mean, listen, I love his his movies are great. Yeah. His old stuff, mm-hmm. it's at the top of the heat, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I mean, you get into a weird area here because I would like to, I could say like Leslie Nielsen because he's been in so many funny movies. And he's always funny, but he, I really I wouldn't consider him a comedian. You know, Woody. I don't consider Woody his Allen, movies even funny. Woody Allen. Did, Leslie Nielsen? Yeah. You never saw, well, you're an idiot then. I don't pull any punches. If you don't think he's funny, I don't think you don't think funny. the airplane movies are funny, Naked Gun. All that stuff. It's when everything's silly, nothing's silly. No. Yes. You're, you're out of your Have you ever watched Leslie yeah. in its entirety? Yeah. No. I, I don't agree with you on that. Um, I named one. You named one. Why well, I think of one? Unpopular opinion Bill Cosby. I think his stand up stuff is hilarious. Uh, and I thought the Cosby show was good. I hated the Cosby Show, and but I, I and I like some of it, like I like the I Spy, I like some of those stuff, but I wouldn't say he's all the. I mean, it's a personal opinion, but I wouldn't put him as like an all time great comedian. Okay, I don't think he's in the same ballpark as like saying Eddie Murphy or somebody. Like okay. he was real funny. Okay, but but, but, but oh, of course his later efforts were, mm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> questionable. Uh, Brody Dangerfield. When it comes to comedians that just go up there and tell jokes. I always thought he was real funny. He's, I mean, it's, it's, it's a, you know, humor is just such a tough thing to nail down because he's real, real good at a particular kind of funny. Yeah. You know, um, he's the king of the one liner. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I like that sort of stuff. Yeah. I like Jerry Seinfeld. I think he's funny. I like his his stand up stuff, and of course, all the Seinfeld stuff is just taken from his. I love his show, but I was never, I was never a big fan of his stand up. Hilariously, I, I mean. If you're going to go, yeah, you could easily put him on the list. I mean, you'd be an idiot not mm-hmm. to. That's one of the all-time great shows. So I, that's my number two. I would also put up, um, gosh, it's so difficult to think. Because there are guys that are funny. Like, I would say, like, uh, uh, Don Rickles is another guy. I was always The impression guy? No, Don Rickles was the insult comic. Like, he was the big ball. Was he the inspiration for Triumph, the insult comic dog? No, no. He was he was around. Like, uh, where would you have seen him? Have you ever seen a celebrity roast? Was he the guy that threw up the confetti? No. That's... No. You know who Don Rickles No, is. I see. I'm... He's a little bald guy. Yeah, He's I don't an know. actor, but he, all his shtick is like going out. And he looked on Johnny Carson like a million times. I seriously don't know who you're talking okay, about. Okay, look him who up. Is, who's the confetti guy? You're, that's Rip Taylor. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, I like. I'm him familiar too. with him. My number three is um, Ricky Gervais. Drop dead. He's hilarious. Yeah, he's Drop real dead good. Hilarious. Yeah, that can't. Yeah. I wouldn't fight you on any of yours. I would. I mean, I would. I do think Leslie Nielsen's funny, but he's not a comedian. He's an actor. That's he's an different. actor. Yeah. That's a, that, so he acts funny or not funny depending on the situation. But yeah, I think that's that's a pretty decent list. A Cosby, like the. You know, my dad loved Bill Cosby. It was just, and I always considered that my dad's comedian, sure. you know? I understand. And so I never, but then again, I'm getting into like Jack Benny all of a sudden. So, I mean, <laughs> I don't know what to say about it. You know, that taste change. Uh, let's see. Um, Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. 
Have you guys... Okay, this comes from Explorer. He All says, right. have you guys ever thought about doing a D&D one-shot live-streamed? Uh-huh. And if so, when? Maybe Aaron can be the DM. Well, we've done several. <laughs> we've done at least two. We, we, yeah, we've done two. Uh, and I was the DM for yeah. one of them. So uh, I provided we can get some people together. One of my goals for this week is to do a one-shot D&D campaign. What are your goals for this week? Yeah. Like to play it this week? Yeah, to play it this week. I'm already Who ready. Who are you playing with? Well, that's the thing. <laughs> uh, de- depending on if we can get some people together. This is the first you've mentioned it to me right No, here. remember I, I bought the D&D thing. We, talk, we had a long talk about it. I asked you about why you, you have to you choose the number. You game this week. Yeah. So I don't know if it's going to happen. This is the way I find out about everything we ever do. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to happen this week, but uh, at some point in the future. Look at our back catalog, though. We've done... We've done a couple D and D games. Uh, have we done anything else from D and D? I don't think we have. No, we've have done we? one chiller module. Oh, that's right. We did a chill and we, game. We've that's done right. uh, one that was it was it was like Cthulhu. No, it was the red. It was something like Cthulhu, but it wasn't. It was like Squad Team Six yeah. or something like so that. Yeah, we, but have we not done a D&D We've never one? done D and D. Oh, well, there you go. But yeah, we've thought talked about it many times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I like to do it. I'd like to DM sometime. Our typer asks Android or iOS and why? Android just cuz iOS cuz I'm so hardcore Apple and I would never do it in Android's garbage. It's funny we were just talking about the limit. I mean, listen. Yeah, no. Listen, it's- here's the thing. I am well invested into the Apple ecosystem. Yeah. I've been iPhone leisure for a long time. I've yeah. spent a lot of money in the App Store. Things work the way that I want them to work and if I changed it would be a struggle and confusing. I can share my apps with Eep, who likes the iPhone. That's why I use the iPhone. There's lots of good stuff about Android. I've got nothing against it. I hate Apple, so I would never buy one of their products. Uh, but I don't think Android's all that great, to be completely honest with you. It is what it is. Uh, I've got Android, and that's so way... I mean, I'm not saying... To be honest with you, iOS may be uh, pudding pie. I don't know. It may be awesome. Don't know it. I'm not going to knock it. Uh, I just... Android is just what I've got. No, it's the choice I've got. Yeah, well, beats, I think you... It beats the old Nokia phone. It did nothing. You've been given both of your smartphones. That's true. I've never bought my own phone. Yeah. And so so uh, I don't I don't care. I don't give a crap about it. I mean, I, I, it's great when it works. Yeah, but, I'm know. not a big phone guy as it is. I mean, I use my phone very much in a utilitarian way. Bam. I agree with you on that. Dave Atari ST asks... What? That's his name, Dave Atari ST. How did we never meet this guy? Well, it's Dave Velociraptor, but he's changed his name because he's he's so excited about the ST show. Oh, I see. Okay, very good, Dave. Uh, he says, have you ever bought an NFT? And it, was it a good idea to do it drunk? And are you happy with your purchase now that some time has passed? I'm not sure who Dave is referring to I'll here. I'll let you cover this one, uh, drunky McBye-bye. So last week, I guess it was two weeks ago on the old TeamSpeak regulars, I decided to make an impromptu appearance on there. Now, wait a minute. Before you get that, you had watched Coco all day. Oh, yeah. And so whenever that happens, that means boats good to liquor That's up. right. So, you know, my here's how Saturday rolls in my perfect world, okay? This is every Saturday. Round about 1 o'clock is when I start cracking open the brewskis, okay? Because Coco Talk runs from 1 till about 5 30 or 6 yeah okay and then i've got just enough time to roll out and i don't roll anywhere because i'm trash out of my mind at this point i roll up the stairs to get some dinner and then i come back down just in time for tsi yeah some more booze go ahead and more booze that's when i start drinking out of the plastic uh-huh. bottle of vodka yeah or not the tequila the, sucky bottle? the, the montezuma oh, man so anyway i decided it would be a good time to jump into the world of nfts 
And so I got this NFT Invictus Dow, Aaron. Invictus uh-huh. Dow. We begged him not to. Yeah. By the way. So I, what is that? Uh, it's it's a token. I don't. Is it? Did you buy a picture? This was not one of the ones that's a picture. So what did you buy? It's just a token. Just, okay. just so I, it's sort of like cryptocurrency. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. And so and this is a but it was even more less more worthless than cryptocurrency because it's got no you can't buy and sell things for it. You just did have you to know you, it was what you were buying. Listen, no. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. So, but I'd heard about DAOs before. Yeah. You know, uh, and uh, and so I, I I bought I dropped five hundred bucks on it. Just decide, you know, why not? And uh, and I held on to it. It immediately went down. It dropped down to like three hundred. Mm-hmm. And then I held on to it for another week, and it shot up to eight hundred. Mm-hmm. And over the course of that time, I bought a new trombone because I, I wanted to buy a new trombone. Yeah. And so I sold the NFT at about eight hundred bucks. Yeah. And uh, after the Coinbase fees and everything, uh, seven hundred eighty clear. So. That's what happened. So you made money off this I made money. transferable or fun- Yeah, non-fungible, fungible. Token. Yeah. Now would you do it again? Heck no. How do you base what makes these go up and down? Speculation. People think, "Oh, this thing's going to go up and everybody piles on." And then the question is, who's going to be left holding the bag? You don't want to be the last person out of the room. Now you've been that guy before. Yeah. yeah. Hold the bag looking like a dummy. Right. What drives you to endanger yourself to look again like the fool? Drunkenness. I see. In a sober world where you're stone cold, monk sober, minus the bourbon, would you buy any of this stuff if, if you had any reasonable thought in your head? I probably wouldn't, again. How drunk were you when you bought all that cryptocurrency from last year? That, that, that was in 2017. And you were sober. I was sober. And you thought that was a good idea. Well, if I would have held on to it, I would have been very wealthy. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's gone up 10x since then. So um, you just didn't, you couldn't handle it. No, the problem is, is that I am too emotional when it comes to my investing. Uh, I, I still invest in the stock market, but I do it in a different way. Because if I invest in any one company, like say I buy Apple stock, and it's like, how do you know that we're not at the top of the mountain? You know, how do you know that it's all downhill from here? And I just, I can't deal with it. I can't deal with the pressure. Do you have a, a stock broker? No. So you're your own, you're your own I'm guy. my own broker. I see. And, uh, but uh, you can read all about it. Uh, if you join our private Discord channel, cryptocurrency slash stock market, uh, you can hear all about the misadventures of the various folk that uh, I mean, are Let me ask you game. one more question here. Because you came out of this as the profit. Yeah. Sort of making you look like a genius. Well. No, hold on. Why did you buy the particular? What drove oh, you to buy that particular because one? It's because the APY, the and the annual percentage rate of this token is thirty three thousand percent. Uh huh. Okay. So what's the the average percentage rate? Like when you what's the what's the market return in a year on average? Do you know, seven oh. percent. All right. Okay. So this token appreciates thirty three thousand percent in a to year. Who? Well, that's the thing. The token. Who knows what the token is worth? Because it's like the token could be just like this thing right here. This thing right here is worthless, but it's going to be one is going to turn into 33,000 at the end of the year. Now, if this thing is worth a dollar at the end of the year, then you've made lots of money. But if the thing you bought goes down in value, it doesn't matter how much percentage it increases if it's if it goes down to zero. What makes what you spent, what makes that any different from shoving money into a, into a slot machine? Well... That's a, it sounds like there's just a random guess that it could or could not pay off. A lot of what this is is random guessing. I see. Yeah, there it's it's definitely gambling. 
uh, you're gambling that you're going to pick the winner. It's like betting a horse race. Except know? in a horse race, you can see what the horses are, the history of the horse. Right. And this jockey, thing, all of this, yeah, all race. of this Dow stuff, everybody behind it is anonymous. Uh-huh. Sometimes people just pull the rug. So everybody's got, the money is in the pot. It's in the token pot, right? The people in charge can take that money, shut down the site, shut down their Discord, and go. And that happens all the time. It's called a rug pool. Don't buy any of these people. Don't be like both. Bo Don't got be like me. Once. I got lucky. I'm not going again. Yeah. How's the new trombone, by the way? It's great. 1947. Oh, man. That's yeah. a lot of money to spend on a trombone. Uh, it wasn't quite that much. Let's see. More Christmas questions. I liked it. Good Christmas. I got a bat. I got two Batmans. The kid got two Batmans. You just see this. Oh, Batman what did uh, what did what did Dave say? That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. a big Batman bust. Oh, cool. I know oh, you got man. the Spider-Man bust last oh, year, or two years These ago. Are, something these like things that. are they're off the charts. How's his gaming chair? Does he like it? He, well, he hasn't gotten said it that much, but yeah, he liked it so far. Yeah, it looks good. It, it lights up with the uh, you know the lights. Yeah. Lobsterminator asks: Is there some local food or delicacy in West Virginia that is an acquired taste for outsiders? Well, pepperoni rolls are an instant love, so I wouldn't say that's an acquired taste. We, it's funny, our local delicacies are... It feels weird calling them delicacies. Well, I mean, we don't really... It's not like what she is known for its... What? Pepperoni rolls, I can think of. Pepperoni rolls. You know, what else What else we got? Yeah. You know, uh, people might say, like, oh, roadkill or whatever. I mean, but in reality, like we don't have a lot of delicacies that are specifically for our state that right. I think of. Yeah, pepperoni roll in there. It's yeah. If you like bread and you like pepperoni, you're gonna like a pepperoni. Roll. I mean, pies. We don't even make our own booze around here. No. Like that. I mean, there's some breweries, but it's not like a lot of places where there's like tons. Right. Like people, you know, so that we don't even have that going for. Yeah, us. I mean, I think really, if you or like, if anything. you like really, you know, wholesome, fattening foods made with lots of butter. You're gonna like anything that we serve. Yeah, here. but I mean, it's not like it's you wouldn't get it in Kentucky, right? Or anywhere right. Else. It's it's more Appalachian yeah. type stuff or Southern or what? It's not really Southern. It's just I suppose deer, maybe. Some, yeah, maybe venison, that sort of thing. Yeah, you know. Or, I guess that's probably a good. Know, it's an maybe an acquired taste, although it's not really that gamey. It's not like squirrel. Depends, though, doesn't it? Really? Yeah. It also depends the year they've had a couple years right. and how the right. meat is, but what kind of diseases how often, they've when's had. When's the last time you had deer, by the way? Not since I was in middle school. Probably. Yeah, it's been forever since I had yeah. it. Like, you, no, really, we don't have moon. That's see, that's sort of a myth. Most of the moonshine came comes out of Kentucky. Yeah. That's where your moon. Yeah, we, we've are. not had a strong or moonshine. Yeah. Or, or the Carolinas. Yeah, West Virginia, you don't get a lot of the moonshiners down here. Mm-hmm. It's just not me. It was too hard to transport. You got to go up and down the hills. It's pointless here. Yeah. There's a lot of dry counties. Are there any dry counties in West Virginia? There's I don't none. think so. See, in, Kentucky, in a lot of, like Kentucky, for example, there's been lots of places that are dry. Right. Dry counties. In fact, Bourbon County was dry, ironically, mm-hmm. for years. And so you would get some moonshine in there and some smuggling. But in West Virginia, it's been wet for Since not it, a whole lot. Yeah. 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 Uh, Treyguard asks, has there ever been a time where you felt sodded and wanted to live off the grid? Where I felt what? Sodded. It's like screw it. I, I, yeah. Okay. The way you pronounce it, I saw it. it. I, I have thought that. You know, we've got that river house under that little house. I was mm-hmm. just talking to the old man last night about uh, how nice it would be to, to have to be able to generate our own power at, yeah. the, at the house. Yeah. The problem is, see, this is where you're going to get into this whole thing. Uh, in West Virginia, uh, in West Virginia, your your solar possibilities are limited to a certain. A lot of times, of where you're at, right? Mm-hmm. This house sits in the valley of this river, okay? You're not going to get oh, tons and tons of direct sunlight. 
uh, my house, on the other hand, I'd get lots of direct sunlight all day. So if I put panels, I could probably do so. Well, what you'd want to do is you want to go hydroelectric. Being right the next river. to the river, yeah. Yeah, but the river doesn't that flow that fast. That's Yeah, you know, it depends on where you're... Because I know people that have done exactly that. They yeah. built the water wheel and everything yeah. like that. It would be tough. It would be tough to get... It also requires power. an extreme amount of engineering. You know, it's yeah. not like putting up solar panels. Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, it, I would love to... It would be neat to be off the grid, especially the prices we're paying. Mm -hmm. I like that own oil well right now, too, because I think of the way we're... As much money as we're paying for gas. Mm -hmm. Uh, but have I thought, boy, I'm getting off the grid? Not realistically, because yeah. I, I, you know. Listen, I like me I like being on the grid. Yeah, I like being part of a system that works all the time that you don't have to worry about failing. Yeah, and I realize there's the whole prepper thing. Like, well, what if it does fail? Well, I guess it'll fail. But uh, you know, I like having a generator. I'll tell you that because I do have a backup. But I don't want to go. I I like being around people. You know, I, I'm I'm I don't want to live in a huge city, but I like having neighbors. I don't, I would feel uncomfortable living 30 miles out from anybody else. I would feel scared that I'd have a medical emergency. I don't know something like that. So Not me, I wouldn't have any problem with living. But the thing is, even like the river house has is in a there are neighbors, and but I mean going to like you can go way out in the. Well, it's all relative. Like, what does way out mean? You know? Yeah, I mean, you could go way out where you live by yourself with like a hundred acre lot. Right. You know, I could I could do that. Okay, but I mean, I like to be personal with the internet. If you have internet, you can have sociability. I mean, at that mm -hmm. point, if you have it, yeah, you know, there's plenty of places in which you didn't have it. Um, and Treyguard also asks, have you ever wished you could control a particular person with a controller as though they were a game character? What would you have them do? Yeah, remember Spock's brain? You ever see that It's been a while. Where they, they do that. Bones has the has the joystick and he moves mm -hmm. Spock around. Well, I mean yes, there were there are plenty of people, mostly famous people, that I would love to have <laughs> that ability to control their actions right there. And uh uh you know, yeah, but I mean long term you'd feel kind of you don't really want to do that. I mean for real, yeah. right? I, I've got to be honest, I've never wanted to do that. I wish that I could read people. I would rather much rather be have the ability to read people's minds if we're talking about like other people getting inside their head. Yeah. Um let's see. Super Tech Boy asks, what are Aaron's top three Patreon songs? Oh god. None, none of the above. You know that's not true. Um <coughs> Well, I'm excluding our song out because I've mentioned it many times when we saying that. Uh, let's see. I, I really like his cover of uh, um, the, uh, what was the name of that stupid girl band? You oh, the, the Spice, yeah, Spice Girl Girls. Song, where you just <laughs> butchered that. Real off the rails. That was great. <laughs> That's one of my all-time favorite because you were also liquored up. Yeah. So that made that a lot of fun. I liked uh, uh, your Lola cover was fun. That was I thought that I liked the ones where you used to play guitar. You don't do that that much anymore. Play guitar. I play guitar. I played guitar last. No, no. Week. I mean just pick up the acoustic oh, yeah. right here in the studio. It's tough play. to do that on the fly. Uh, but though, I like that one. I thought that one was fun. Um, I'm trying to think of any that really stand out. Most of the ones I remember are just horrible. Yeah. You know, do you have any stand out to you that you I, I still enjoy when we did My Heart Will Go On and I pulled out the penny whistle? Yes, yes, that was good too. I did enjoy that one. And uh, the the first song that we did with X Copy, where Pix did the full music video, we did the Tears for Fears song. Oh, yeah, the ones with your band. There's been tons of good ones. Yeah. I'm just talking about the, the ones the where I've sung personally. Yeah. Yeah. They, they all sort of flew. They, they, they come and they go. Yeah, I agree. Just like the stream. 
Yeah, it's up and down like a yo-yo boat. Um, let's see. Robot Doctor eighty two is that Amiga Bill in the chat? It is Amiga Bill. Okay, I have a hard time reading that. He says uh, he's asking about Bopa. Yeah, well, that's sort of like a question. Why don't you answer, Bill? Yeah, hey Bill, Boatfest.info, man. Uh, we'd love to have you come. We'd love to have you do a live stream uh, from from Boatfest. Uh, that would be great. Make it a working vacation, Bill. Yeah, yeah. Um, Robot Doctor asks for those attending Boatfest, will there be tours of Mud Mountain available? Well. <laughs> Mud Mountain this is I don't live on Mud Mountain anymore, unfortunately. But it still belongs to your family. It, no, it does not. It does not well, belong to We're us all anymore. a family in West Virginia. Um, unfortunately, a tree fell on the house at Mud Mountain. Oh. And has screwed up a good uh, some of the house. And mm. as far as I know, the house up there is abandoned. I, as far as I know. Now, uh, if someone would like to go up to the, I would certainly be more than happy to let you experience the drive up there, except they got paved as well. Mm. So it's a lot harder. It's a lot easier to get up there than it used to be. It's funny they paved it, then it got destroyed. Uh, that much said, uh, my current abode, I would be more than happy to have people come over and tour the arcade and whatnot. Uh, that would be no problem with me. The closest city to fly to is Charleston, CRW. Cheap yeah. flight from New York. Yeah, Charleston's, a, they've got a, and it's a, we're about 20, 25 minutes from the airport. Yep. I mean, so just it's right a, to the door. Yeah. So and a, uh, I, there were some people that were volunteering to do some uh, ferrying at various oh, points yeah. of the day. I'd be, I'd be down with that. Yeah. So yeah, anybody wants to fly into Bopas, uh, we would, uh, yeah, you got, you got that right. Uh, but the, there's plenty of cool places to go around here too. I, I was talking to somebody just yesterday about what would do we do on Sunday? I was like, listen, there's plenty of places and I'm clearing my schedule out. So I'll be more than happy to do some tour guiding. Lord knows I know the area. Yeah, and now that that new 35, I drove that new 35 the other day coming back from Chicago. It's nice. You can get to Point Pleasant in 25 minutes. I've heard that. I heard it was good. Uh, Lord Soup. That's it. That's no, he didn't have a question. He just had a comment. There you go. Man, we burned through those questions in a hurry. Yeah. So it was 40 minutes. Oh, well, yeah. So, thank you guys. Uh, it's been another great month of Discord questions. As always, if you're a member of our Discord community, uh, you can uh, ask us questions in the Ask the Amigos channel. If you're not a member of our Discord community, go to patreon.com slash Amigos podcast. We'd love to have you as part of the team. Mm-hmm. We will see you next month for another Ask the Amigos. Until then, adios. adios.